Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 77 I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. In the day of my trouble I seek the Lord, and the night my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. Salah. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I said, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? Salah. Then I said, I will appeal to this for the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God. You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. You with your arm redeem your people the children of Jacob and Joseph. Selah. When the waters saw you, O God, when the waters saw you, they were afraid. Indeed, the deep trembled. The clouds poured out water, the skies gave forth thunder, your arrows flashed on every side. The crash of your thunder was in the whirlwind, your lightnings lighted up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea, your path through the great waters, Yet your footprints were unseen. You led your flock, people like a flock, by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Proverbs 30, verses 1 to 9. The words of Agar, the son of Jeketh, an oracle. The man declares, I am weary, O God, I am weary, O God, and worn out. Surely I am too stupid to be a man. I have not the understanding of a man. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I knowledge of the Holy One. Who has ascended to heaven and come down? Who has gathered the wind in his fist? Who has wrapped up the waters in the garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name, and what is his son's name? Surely you know. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Two things I ask of you, deny them not to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me. Lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? And lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of God. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 11, the temptation of Jesus. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, and after fasting forty days and forty nights he was hungry. 
And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said again, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to them, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. Good morning. This is Tim Tribble broadcasting from Sacramento, California. Today's readings come to us from Psalm 77, Proverbs chapter 30, verses 1 to 9, and Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 11. Again, we revisit Psalm 77, which is a very, again, very delightful thing about what God can do for us, and when we remember and think about what he's done for us and what he will do for us. And again, we go into you, <clears throat> what God does, and you what your way was through the sea, your path was the great waters, yet your footprints were unseen. There's a beautiful poem called Footprints. You can look it up. I believe the author, if I remember correctly, is unknown. But the, the, the basis of it is, Person's looking back across the beach, the sand and the beach, which the footprints represent their lives, and there's two sets of footprints. One is this person, the other one is, is God, and then they turn around. There's certain points where there's only one set of footprints, and they look at God, why did you mm -hmm. abandon me? He says, I didn't abandon you, that's when I carried you. So, think about that. God is there for us. God carries us through things and times, and we may not always understand it, or get it while we're going through it. But when we look back, we'll see where the hand of God was. And in Proverbs 30, uh, again, this is more education about wisdom and how to act. Um, with the first four questions, the first four verses, there's uh, a statement um, Surely I'm too stupid to be a man, I've not learned wisdom. Who has ascended to heaven and come down and, and so on. But then in verse 5 we have this. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. So again we have this imagery where God is always honest and true. And he shields us when we take refuge in him. We move on to the Gospel of Matthew, and this is the first, so the, the, the four Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So Matthew is the first in order, um, 
And so this is, we get the first reading about the temptation of Christ. So Jesus was born, of course, we had Christmas, we had the Epiphany, so Jesus has grown up. We don't know anything that happened after the wise men visited him, which was somewhere after probably a year or two or so, depending on who you want to listen to. But they didn't go see him in the major at the, manger at the at, in Bethlehem. That didn't happen. Uh, these guys came from the east. It took a while. They had to walk there with their camels, so it took a little while. But we that's where the story ends. Then we pick up the story again with John the Baptist. So you have the story of John the Baptist. So John is the one who came before, and he is out there, and he is baptizing, calling for repentance. He's wearing, you know, the wild eating honey and wild wild locusts and honey, and you know, this voice in the wilderness, and he's baptizing people in the Jordan River. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Jordan River is not a big river. Uh, unless there's like a lot of rain and um, it's not a very clean river so you're talking about being baptized and cleansing yourself and you go into the muddy in the muddy jordan as it's known um you can look it up in your favorite search engine look for pictures of it and you'll see exactly what they're talking about so jesus is gone and G you know john has baptized jesus so he immerses him he comes up and you know the the heavens open and this is my this is my son, and then Jesus goes. Led this it says here is led by the Spirit into the wilderness where he fasts for forty days and forty nights. That's a lot of fasting. He's out in the desert, in the wilderness. So he's out with the wilderness. Well, this is the Middle East, okay? So this is the desert. This is a very arid, dry area. You know. So he's out in the desert, it's hot, going through all this physical suffering. And then the devil comes and says, hey, you're hungry, we'll turn rocks into, you can do this, you know? You can perform miracles, turn these stones into bread, eat the bread, you know. And then he turns and says, you know, takes him up on the pinnacle of the temple. And you can look that one up too and see what the old temple looks like, they have the renderings of it. This is a very high pinnacle on top of the, the temple. And you can jump off and you won't hit the ground because you'll be saved. The angels will come to your foot. Your, lest, of, lest you strike your foot against the stone. And again, Jesus said, no, you don't tempt God. You, know, you don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So we need to listen to God's word along with eating. Those are all both very integral parts of our lives as Christians. And then, of course, he says, in the last one he takes him to a very high mountain, shows him the world, and says, I'll give this all to you. Well, it really wasn't his to give in the first place. But then that's when Jesus banishes him. Sends him away, because you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. So again, Jesus, the temptation... He sticks to his guns. Of course, he is the perfect being. And comes down. The thing that, the thing for me, and you'll hear me talk about this in a couple other readings that we'll have later on uh, as we go through Matthew um, and the other Gospels about Jesus and talking about who he is and, and what Jesus was. Okay? This is a man who experienced all the physical pains 
temptations, emotional, spiritual, all he experienced all of that. Um, as we say in the Nicene Creed, he became man. He became just like us. He had a flesh and blood body just like you and I and all the stuff that comes with it. So he experienced hot. He experienced cold. He experienced all those physical experiences that we had. Everything that we deal with in those types of things, Jesus felt those too. And that's to me, you will talk, you'll hear me talk a lot about the humanity of Jesus. And it, it freaks some people out because they don't want to think, they don't want to think of him as human. But yeah, it's very, very, it, it is very much, he became man. He became human. He became one of us. So he was subject to the same temptations, pains, and everything else that we do. It was just being the son of God and being that perfect being he didn't succumb to them like we do. And that's the difference. But he experienced it all. So when we take something, when we're in the middle of going through something, whatever it may be, we can go and pray because we pray to God through Jesus. And Jesus can sit there and tell God, I know this one. I've experienced he gets it. He understands it. He intercedes on our behalf with God because he had that physical experience. And that's a really, for me, that's a really important part of my faith and why I believe is because he became human. Jesus became mankind. He had a body just like mine with all the aches and pains and hot and cold and sunburn and all that stuff that you know comes along that we dealt with and that we deal with he experienced those and that's what makes our faith to me my faith that's what makes it for me that's what makes it different and why i believe in this as opposed to some other things that may have similar teachings is because jesus can relate to me amen A Prayer for the Unity of the Church from the Book of Common Prayer O God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our only Savior, the Prince of Peace, give us grace seriously to lay to heart the great dangers we are in by our unhappy divisions. Take away all hatred and prejudice and whatever else may hinder us from godly union and concord. That, as there is but one body and one spirit, one hope of our calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, so we may be all of one heart and of one soul, united in one holy bond of truth and peace, of faith and charity, and may with one mind and one mouth glorify you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward. 
a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PPUHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. See you.